Hey listeners, welcome back to Screening in Kingston. This is a very special podcast episode. Uh, As many of you know, the Oscar nominations were announced this week. So on this special episode, we're going to go over those categories and kind of give you our hot takes. Today we have Mike, myself, Taylor, and Matt from Real Out. Uh, He will be joining us again to give us his takes on these Oscar nominations. So Mike, why don't you kind of take us through these categories and we can share our ideas. Okay, so we're going to start with uh, Best Picture, which the nominees are Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. It is worth noting that the Academy has the option to nominate up to 10 films in this category. And this is eight. This is eight. I want to just blow a big raspberry. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, to me, the glaring... I want to say, like, right off the bat, that I think we all recognize that discussing and arguing best art is a little ridiculous. Yes. But it's fun. And just like (laughs) sports, it's kind of like a cool thing to, like, detach yourself from the world. So that's why we're doing this. But I will say, for me, the glaring miss here is sorry to bother you not being nominated for Best Picture because I felt it was one of the best movies of 2018. Now, there are other movies that I – like my favorite movie was Love, Simon. It's not an Oscar-type movie. It would never be on here. It should because it was one of the best movies, again, that I saw in the year. But for me, Sorry to Bother You is like it's an Oscar-type film that was glaringly missed, I think, because it didn't open past September. So that's my like one grievance with this category. I think it's weird to have – Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star is Born. I'm going to I'm going to say it. Our listeners are probably going to hate me for it, especially because how much everyone loves A Star is Born. But to me, Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star is Born are not Oscar best pictures. Like 10 years from now, I'm not going to be like, oh, remember Bohemian Rhapsody and how great that movie was? (laughs) (laughs) And also it has a lot of controversy right now. Around the director. Yeah. Well, okay. so here's the thing. So Brian Singer left the project late enough that he still gets credit according to their union rules as director. But technically, this film was directed by the director of um, the upcoming um, Rocket Man movie, oh. which is about... Um, uh, oh, Elton on. John. Elton John, thank you. Um, I can't remember his name. He's a British director, and he hasn't done much. But he directed essentially this movie, though Brian Singer, I guess, was around long enough that he's still technically credited as it. So that's a that's a big issue because he gets the credit. That's a wild. Graham King? That's his name? Okay, yes. I don't know. That's the name that shows up under Best Picture. That could be the producer. Oh, no. Am I, I think that's a producer. Oh, yeah. Because Brian Singer is still going to show up everywhere as director because he's been technically and legally credited. Is he allowed to go to the Oscars? Well, he's not going to. (laughs) Technically, yeah. Like after the Golden Globe win, he went on Twitter and was like, thank you for this honor. And everyone got pissed off at him. (laughs) Well, anyways, just in my personal opinion, I don't think those two movies are standards. I think they're fine movies, but are they really best picture? But I like... I get it. I get it. You know, also, like, I agree with you. I just, I get it. It's the Oscars. Also, you can kind of see when they wanted a couple of months back, they wanted to have the, like, most popular or, like, you know, like, viewer pick. Do you remember? They had a really weird category. Uh, popular, like, best popular picture or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And you can see, I think, based on this category, that's what they're doing. Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, A Star is Born, and even Green Book. Because in my opinion, Green Book isn't a best picture. Um, you both liked If Beale Street Could Talk more than Green Book. And 100%. that's also not on here. 100%. Yeah. Is, that not, is that a shock to you, too, that it's not on here? No, I'm not shocked. No, I'm not either. And I'm not shocked about Sorry to Bother You. I feel like Sorry to Bother You and If Beale Street Could Talk are in sort of the same boat. Like... Yes, the Academy has gotten a lot better in nominating independent films and actually independent films winning over studio films, but I also think that they're they're too independent. Mm. Fair. Yeah. And I think Taylor, I think you're right. Like the best picture um the best picture is like one that will resonate through the mm-hmm. years. So like the one year that um if uh, Shakespeare in Love won right. best picture, it won over uh, Saving Private Saving Ryan. Saving Private Ryan, Which, yeah. you know, people were shocked. And it, and today, it is shocking because yeah. no one remembers 
the Shakespeare film. No. You know, and but uh, Saving Private Ryan is still in history on. classes. People yeah. watch that in high school. And it's the same thing with Moonlight last year. It's like Moonlight broke these boundaries. And, you know, it's this quiet little film, but it's a film that people will talk about because it was the first time that mm-hmm. you saw a story like this um, from a black uh, director about, you know, black men, masculinity and sexuality. Like this is like that's something that people will remember for for a really long time. So, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily about how do you judge art? Because I don't think they really do. No, they don't. And the because you <laughs> they, can they have should, a best but... picture. You've got black panther nominated for best picture but the the filmmaker isn't nominated and the writer isn't nominated and that happens a lot where Mm -hmm. it's not it's more about the film itself collectively Mm -hmm. um, how it all came together that is sort of how they reward that best picture well and normally the best picture winner has a director and a writer nominated like normally like the the usually it's a sign whether or not you're just getting a nomination for a nomination or if you're an actual contender like uh, to me the films that will stand the test of time in certain ways are are black Klansman, roma maybe vice i liked green book a little bit more than than both of you did but i still agree i, I like green it. book but i just think it's of a different era like i yeah. think it's old it's it, we don't make movies like we make Green Book anymore, and for good reason. I think it was it was a it was a good movie. I understand why people like it so much, but I think to me, it's gonna feel really dated in a couple years. Mm-hmm. It does feel like it was made in like the nineties. Yes, the thank 80s. you. Like, but it, but I a think Spielberg movie from the nineties. But, but we, I mean, we 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 gotta give the mass public, like we give them too much credit. Right. And like you still need to spoon feed films about racism to the general public. Oh, I, mean, absolutely. I feel like it wasn't it wasn't a on the nose sort of by the book. Uh, feel good Hollywood uh, film about racism like like it's sort of been criticized for. I mean, I, th- I think it's a little more nuanced than that. Um, but um, you have to remember that I'm pretty sure that the director of that film was like the guy who like didn't he make like all those like Dumb and Dumber movies? Oh, really? Did I'm he? pretty sure. Like I was actually. Well, just so it's to... a career departure. What's his name? Like Farrelly. Oh, th- um, yes. Um, Peter Farrelly. Peter Farrelly. I'm pretty sure. But aren't you? Isn't same... that the? Because I think there's also the the Farrelly brothers, which I don't think he is, is. He's one, he's one of them. them? Oh, yeah. I thought he was different. Like no. there's so yeah. many Coens out there. <laughs> no, there's only yeah, two Coens. No, yeah. there's two more. He, he directed. <laughs> So yes, yeah, so this and is he nominated for an Oscar for is, best director? Best I don't director, think so. So this, so the guy no, who, he's not. who made Green Book is also known for such Oscar caliber material as Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber Two, T O, The Three Stooges, <laughs> and Walter the Farting Dog. Now I will say, for a a seventeen year old me, Dumb and Dumber was a great oh, time. Oh, yeah. But the rest of them were not. I'm shocked that the Dumb and Dumber haircut is posh with, like, the Brooklyn gaze. Uh, I see some really bowl, the bowl cut thing, yeah. The, I thought that was uh, gone a long time ago. I wore, oh, no. I wore a bowl cut from the age of 6 until 12, maybe 13. I wore a bowl <laughs> cut much longer than I should have. <laughs> But that's okay. When you're a grown-up, it's not okay. Oh, no. I wouldn't wear a bowl cut now. No. Okay. Back to the movies. Um, <laughs> yes. So, I mean, yeah. I I think for me, the big thing out of this category is I think there's movies missing that were actually best picture. And then from what's left, I mean, to me, it's like it's a fine assembly of, of movies. It's just, you know, I, I, I think... You know, again, I, I think it just yeah further proves that there there's more going on here in the Oscars always, like, like we've talked about in the show before, than best picture. It's not actually about what what you're qualifying as the best. It's about many many other factors. Um, but before we move on, front runners, like first of all, what movie would each of you pick out of this? Is like this would be the one I would pick, and what one do you think will win? I haven't seen the favorite yet, but I already know it's going to be my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the favorite's the only movie on this list I haven't seen. Yeah, I, I already know. I love that. I love that director. The, Me too. I've I loved both his last movies, The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer. Based on this premise, I know I'm gonna love this one, 
and I know he makes quality work. So I I don't think it's going to be a great. It doesn't diversion. resonate with everybody though. Like it's a ve- like there I are know. lots of people who get turned off by his movies and like do not get it. Like when They're I saw weird. the Lobster, like half the people walked out. But apparently this screening. is the most uh, accessible. Is of it his of, films. of all yeah, his that's films? What everyone okay. keeps saying that the like this is his mm-hmm. mainstream. Yeah, this is like one that people get. So that would be my my what I hope. What I it's hard to say. I think Roma won Golden the Golden Globes, right? Well, yes, but Bohemian Rhapsody did too. Like Roma, because they were in different categories. Like right. Roma and Bohemian Rhapsody all both won. Um, like I I still don't think for the Oscars Bohemian Rhapsody is the front runner. Um, but I do think it's I think it's quite open this year. Like I don't think there's one or two movies that are like. I think it's pretty open. I just think you can eliminate some things. Like I don't think Green Book, A Star Is Born, or Black Panther will win. I just don't think that that will happen. From so what you think it's I've between seen, Vice, Roma, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, and The Favorite would be the five out of there that I'd be like, in terms of not what I think, in terms of what I think will happen. Um, like Roma and Black Klansman, I think were the best movies for me out of this list. Like they're the ones that I think, you know, did something different. But so, what is your? You just you don't have an answer. This oh, a, like a yeah. personal? Yeah. Oh, personally, I mean, like, obviously I'm a huge superhero fan, but Black Panther wasn't even the best superhero movie that came out last year. So, I mean, I would I would say Black Klansman would be my personal favorite favorite out of this list. But, you know, I I really admired the acting performances in Vice, just not the movie. So I'm going to say that I not only want Black Panther to win, I think it's going to win. You think Black Panther is yes, going to win? based on my previous assessment of what people will talk about for years, I don't yeah. think they'll talk about Black Klansman. In fact, I kind of put Black Klansman in the same uh, boat as um, Green Book. I mm. actually didn't think it was all that progressive. And, you know, uh, Spike Lee himself was going and talking about how the last like two minutes of the film was just going to totally like, crucify Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, all he did was show footage of Trump at his rallies. And it's like, this isn't pro- like this. This is I thought that montage Facebook was too feed. long. It was ridiculous. I just like I just was like, I thought it was a great movie, but I didn't think it, you know, I didn't think it was all that great. I thought Black Clans or Black Panther. I think this is why I think it's going to win. There's so many talented people from Hollywood that worked on that film. Um, from and then they, there's a whole you know generation of young people, but there's also it goes all the way up to Angela Bassett. And I think that Hollywood is going to. It has a lot of sort of friends involved mm-hmm. in it. And I think that because it's Hollywood that votes on these films, I think it has a a better chance than people think. Fair enough. Interesting. I wouldn't I wouldn't be it's one of those things where I wouldn't be surprised if any of them won. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Be, like I, I can understand wins, yeah. why each film would win. I'll be shocked if Bohemian Rhapsody wins, to be quite honest. See, I'll I I, I won't ticked. I won't be shocked. Like I again, like I'm middle ground on on that movie and but still I, I would not be surprised if it won. I again, wouldn't. like I thought it was a fine movie, but I just don't think it's best picture. Like it's whatever. It's better than a star is born. It was. Like just yeah. as a movie, it's a it's a better if it was more interesting. It was more like I mean, it's interesting how the true story well, true ish story was more shocking to me and kept me on my toes and I didn't know what was going to happen next than the the fictional a star is born. piece of garbage that was a star is born. Question- like sorry, I'm yeah, no, Lady Gaga is great. She should win the Oscar, frankly, but the rest of the movie is garbage. The question is is a star is born this one even the best of the a stars is born. You know what I mean? Like is it no, even It's best? not even the best star is born. <laughs> I feel like if we go down this hole, we're not going to be able to dig our way out. No, this is why we have to I'm have getting, a Star is Born I'm episode. getting so angry we're moving on. Okay. Actor in a leading hate role. hate that Bradley Cooper is nominated. We're, hate, I haven't hate, said the nominations hate. yet, Taylor. <laughs> I'm so angry. Okay, go ahead. Christian Bale for Vice. Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born. Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate. Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. And Viggo Morgenstern for Green Book. So can I just say I'm surprised that 
But Bradley Cooper's nominated you. Well, so. no, we already know that I hate that Bradley Cooper doing a horrible John Southern, John Ham Southern. Anyways, um, why is Marshall? How do you say his first name? Mar Mar Mahershala Mahershala Ali. Why is he not nominated? I thought he was okay. So equally... he's not. He's nominated for supporting actor because they want him to win. They've done this before. I think he's. I mean, yes, I guess it's the politics, but to me, he's as much a lead as Vigo. Oh, I thought they were two lead characters. Me in that too. Movie, but that, yeah, but they they've done this before. They've they've sh they shift people sometimes where you technically could kind of put them in a different category because they, they want them to win. Like I, we haven't got there yet, but I think Mahershala Ali is going to win Best Supporting Actor yeah. because I think that's that was what he they couldn't did. go up against Bradley Cooper. I guess, but well, Bradley Cooper's <laughs> not going to win. There's one, I'm like, again, if you, okay, so this is the category that I probably have the most passion and interest in because of my background in acting and really like, especially in the past three years, I've really been like studying and reading more about like film acting. If you don't give this Oscar to Christian Bale, this category is a joke. Hmm. He, he, he completely transformed to a point where you couldn't recognize it was him. That is called acting. I'm not just talking about makeup and the fact that he got fat, whatever. We can all get fat. It's really easy. Trust me. <laughs> but he transformed his voice. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. He transformed his voice. He transformed the way he did everything. Like, yeah, I could see it being a two horse race between him and Rami Malek, but I would give it to Christian Bale because he acted. I think he's one of the best actors like cur like currently working in my opinion christian bale is one of my favorite actors don't which... forget that bradley cooper also changed his voice <laughs> no yeah he spoke deeper and grew his hair out yeah i no i respect beard. that i can't grow my hair like him i respect that i do but and you know can we, what is at eternity's gate that one came out it's of the, the um it's the vincent movie about vincent van gogh yeah it's a biopic about i haven't seen that one yet again i'm really I'm happy that seen. you both said vincent vincent van gogh and not vincent van gogh oh the... like we live in <laughs> holland yeah no. no um but i mean willem dafoe's an amazing actor too i haven't seen that film i can't i mean i want to say all four all five of these actors are are, are fantastic i just think bradley cooper didn't do anything in A Star is Born he and was better elsewhere. He played a drunk. Oh, whatever. He should get best blue eyes. <laughs> I mean, yes, he's handsome. He's dreamy. And so is Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, like if God. we're going to give a handsome award here, Rami. it should go to Viggo Mortensen, Actually, he's shouldn't even cute it? With I the would say everyone bod. but Willem Dafoe. I have actually had a, had a girlfriend growing up who had the maddest crush on Willem Dafoe. Really? Yeah, I was worried for her. She's quirky. Yeah, she's, she was quirky. <laughs> She was a goth before goth was invented. I just think that, like, again, that's just, yeah, it's just my opinion on it. But like, Christian Bale was, his performance was amazing. Rami Malek's performance was also very good. So I, again, like, I could understand that. But to me, it's a one. It's it's got to go to Christian Bale, and I wouldn't understand unless Willem Dafoe's performance is just. Amazing. Knock you out of the park, amazing. I, I would have a hard time accepting, especially Viggo Morgenstern and Bradley Cooper over Christian Bale. If Rami Malek won, I would be like, I'm really disappointed, but like I would get over it faster. Again, I didn't think it was best. I don't think his performance was as nuanced as I wanted it to be. Who's? Rami Malek. Really? I didn't think, I thought he was amazing when he was performing. But when he was like, when he was just like Freddie Mercury off stage, I felt like the performance was not as nuanced there oh, i thought it was really good i didn't think so see i could have i mean this, this is my personal taste like i could have done without the concerts like the fact that the, the movie were the, the movie part. paused for a 20 minute concert like i could have i could have done without that Fair because enough. i'm more interested in the story and yeah, i thought you're they were, not a music fan no i'm not and like i actually they skipped over the best parts of the movie for me when they did like one year later five years later and it, like the beginning was the most interesting i'm like i want to know who he was before he was freddie mercury suddenly he was freddie mercury out of nowhere well, like it was just like i was doing a little bit of reading apparently freddie mercury was very shy when he wasn't on stage yeah and i didn't think but Rami then he Malik captured that but, the, but then he like changed over time right and we never saw that we never saw the growth of a, of, of a character in a biopic and yes i understand about lots of controversy and we've had this conversation around like changing facts yeah but it's a movie yeah make it interesting the best way possible. I don't want to see real life in film because I'm living real life and it sucks. <laughs> oh, Mike. Fair so. enough. Anyways, that's just my opinion on Bohemian Rhapsody. I liked Bohemian Rhapsody. I just thought that, I thought even like the performance, did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh my God. 
No. No? You haven't seen it? I thought no. the band gave better performances than R- Rami. I'm really surprised you haven't seen it. I'm trying to get around to it. I know. You're busy right now. You have like I will say that I really liked Rami Malek in the video game Until Dawn. <laughs> yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's good in Until Dawn. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyone? Have, so favorites from anyone? Does anyone have something that they think? I, I'm going to... I, having not seen it, but having seen the trailers for <laughs> all of the films and only seen actually two of the films... I'm going to agree with Mike and and uh, a rare agreement with Mike and say uh, Christian Bale and Vice because like, wow. Has he been, has he won any Oscars yet? He won for American Psycho, I think. He deserved it. I know he's been nominated before. I think he won Best Supporting Actor for the same, like for the the Wall Street movie that, but from the same director. Um... Uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> Cause I wanted to say be cool. You know how sometimes <laughs> they like give it to the actor who hasn't won one. Who hasn't won one yet? Well, Bradley Cooper's won. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. He didn't really deserve that. But he specific ate film. a liver. Yeah, I know. But that's what I'm saying. Is it going to be a Christian? Is it going to be a Leonardo DiCaprio situation with Christian they, Bale? No, they gave they gave Leonardo DiCaprio a role because we were all worried about him. I know. I'm happy. That I mean, we Leo. shouldn't be because he's on a yacht somewhere. Like doing his eco activism. Yeah, I don't know. Fine. I see. You know, if I have to throw my hat in the ring, I say Christian Bale. I want him to win. I think he deserves to win based on his acting history. I haven't seen Vice yet. I want to. Um, Will- Willem Dafoe, he's an amazing actor. I'm sure he transformed himself to be uh, Vincent Van Gogh. I'm sure. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Vigo wins. Okay. Because it's the most, you know, accessible performance. There you go. Okay. Um, oh, oh, so he won Best Supporting Actor for The Fighter in 2011. He did a great job. Oh, The also, Fighter. Also, why was he Best Supporting Actor? Yeah, well, then he, he was the a... lead. He was literally The Fighter. But is his brother the coach? Yeah, I thought. No, he would have been the best. He was the. No, he wasn't the. Wasn't he The Fighter? No, no, no. He was. Um, well, Mickey Rourke he was, was the brother. The was Mickey Rourke The Fighter? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was he Mickey. No, it's Mickey. Mickey was the re- I'm thinking the of no, that's the wrestler. Yeah, I'm, okay. Uh, Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is Mark the fighter, and, and he's the oh, and yeah. the and Christian Bale plays like the washed up brother. Right, right. But he's very skinny, I think, in that movie. He's yeah, he's this. He does this thing like he was in that horror movie, the the, the machine, yeah, the machinist, yeah, and he lost like all that weight. Plus, like, and I don't know if any there's any Spielberg fans out there, but if you haven't ever seen Empire of the Sun, it's got mixed reviews, but it's, like, one of my favorites. It's probably one of the first classy movies I saw when I was a kid. Christian and, Bale's uh, in Christian it? Bale, it's his first movie. He's a child Aww. in the film, and it's 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 a beautiful film. That's the thing. He's been acting for a really long time. Yeah. yeah. So, good for him. Mm-hmm. Let's move to actresses in a leading role. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say this person's name from Roma. We'll just say the the woman from Roma, and then okay. Yaltsa. Yeah, I want to try Yaltsa's a a Pirico? I would say I don't know. Yaltsa's got too many letters in there. I think it's Yalitza. Lili- Yalitza. Oh, that, sounds, that sounds nice. Yeah, that's that's good. That sounds good. So from Roma, <laughs> Glenn Close from The Wife, Olivia Coleman from The Favorite, Lady Gaga from A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy from Can You Ever Forgive Me? So. Can you point out the local Queen's University trivia with one of these nominations? Oh, no. Please. Does it have something to do with Olivia Coleman? Uh, no. Oh. Glenn Close? How she Oh, Glenn Close. Show? Yeah. Yes. Glenn Close. It's Glenn, Glenn Close. Close. Yes, that's right. Glenn Close received a uh, an honorary degree from Queen's University from law huh. about five years ago now. Law. Uh, yeah. I thought it was because she played a lawyer in that show. I can remember what the show was called, but um, I hope that's true. I think it had more to do with like her body of work and also the, her advocacy for mental health. She's a mental oh. she's a mental health advocate. She has a, a nephew. We actually she has two nephews, uh, but one with severe um, schizophrenia and, and border. I think it's uh, border uh, line personality. Yeah, borderline personality disorder, and um, and she's she's actually making dents in the Hollywood industry. Uh, particularly when it comes to portraying villains and using uh, mental health as the rationale for their 
villainy. She wants that. She wants that gone. Good. She wants people mm. to stop perpetuating Hollywood. Hollywood, she says, is the number one culprit for perpetuating these. Why people feel mental health is villainized. Mm. Yeah. And she herself has has been, you know, part of that problem. Mm. Yeah. In a lot of films um, that she said she would never be in. Mm. Thinking of the, yeah. Anyways, um, she Glenn Close did win the Golden Glove for Best Dramatic. And I think Olivia Coleman won it for comedy. So. I would say it's probably between the two of them, personally. The rumor and the buzz is it's like a three-horse race between Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman, and Lady Gaga. I think Lady Gaga did a great performance. She's still young. And not that, like, young people can't win awards. I mean... No, but she has a career ahead of her. Yeah. And I think it's like, don't... Let's see what she can do down the line. Why, why give her the Oscar right away after her first feature film you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i want to see what she can do because really she was playing herself in the film in a way so i don't know that's just my personal opinion i think she's done more acting on television like you see kind of more like what she can do in terms of acting on television whereas in this film i kind of felt she was just like portraying herself but kind of like a madonna brassy 1980s New Yorker Madonna. That's kind of what I felt Lady Gaga was doing in this movie. So anyways, for me personally, it's between Glenn Close and Olivia Colman. Um, it's nice that the woman from Roma was nominated, but it's the Academy Awards, so I don't think she's going to win. Um, Melissa McCarthy did a great job, but I think this is one of her, we're going to throw her an Oscar because of her body of work. That's that's just my personal opinion. Matt, any thoughts? <laughs> Um, I don't know. It seems to be, and I have again. I I haven't seen the wife, but uh, she was from amazing. Very early on, Glenn Close, when it first came out, everyone said if she's not nominated for best, you know, actress, then mm. there's something wrong. Mm. Uh, and it seems to be, I don't know, like Lady Gaga. I thought was actually, I I'm I feel a little kinder uh, about Lady Gaga. I think everyone I, always I thinks think, of being harsh. That's just. <laughs> I think it's very hard to. Play stripped down, especially when you are Lady Gaga, and it's kind of a sort of a very meta thing, right? That sh- it shows her rise from this plain girl to basically Lady Gaga, right? And uh, and but she is Lady Gaga, and so she's literally playing in reverse. So she's actually having to deconstruct her, deconstruct, own. yeah. And I think I think Bradley Cooper deserves the credit for that. I don't think it, I don't think he was robbed for. Best director, um, hopping ahead, but uh, for coaching Lady Gaga, but um, yeah, I, 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 but at the same time, yeah, I didn't think it was. I thought it was a very good performance, but I want to see where she can go farther down the line. Yeah, and I love Olivia Coleman, and I and um, I'm certainly looking I forward to her, the favorite. Love yeah. her, love her. Yeah, I mean, I, and I can't wait to see her what she does Ugh, with the Queen. I'm so excited in the new series of the Queen uh, season of the Queen. But I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with Glenn Close. Um, I love Glenn Close, and uh, she gave a beautiful performance. But I will say that there's a snub in there, and and that is um, Tony Collette. Yes, in Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. Tony yeah. Collette should have been nominated, regardless of you know the Academy doesn't like horror, um, but they've they've recognized people's acting in horror before. They have. They have. And Tony Collette uh, was incredible in Hereditary amazing and uh fear it i believe is one of the hardest emotions to portray mm-hmm. on screen and uh she tore that bleep apart <laughs> good good holding back on that one yeah um yeah i agree okay so actor in a supporting role mahershala ali for green book adam driver for black klansman sam elliott for a star is born Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell for Vice. That doesn't even look like Sam Rockwell, eh? You know, if it wasn't for Mahershala Ali being moved over, this would be a really tough category for me because these are, you know, some pretty good actors who gave pretty good performances. But I do, I don't know, to me, why why is Mahershala Ali in this category otherwise? Yeah, he's going to win. Adam Driver is one of my favorite actors right now or like you know who's currently acting i always try to make that disclaimer because james dean is my favorite actor but anyways adam driver is one of my favorite current actors i thought he gave an amazing performance i think he deserves the nomination i'd like him to win but yeah it's gonna be mahershala ali only because 
Mahershala should be in the best actor category. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to me, it's like we're comparing apples to oranges right now yeah, in this category. Yeah, it's not comparable in terms of what the work they had to do. And like it's the same with like Sam Rockwell you could compare because like that was – again, I think Vice had amazing acting performances across the board and that's why it elevated that movie to mm-hmm. to something better than I think it would have been if the performances weren't as good. So yeah, I think you know Sam Rockwell deserves to be here and nominated but him and Adam Driver had a completely different type of role than Mahershala Ali did. Mahershala yeah. Ali had – substance and growth and an arc and things to do they were supporting characters this is why this category exists so i honestly feel like it should have been it should have gone the other way i i, I can't remember who was introduced first i'm pretty sure that it was vigo that was intru- his character was introduced yes first, i think so but i really feel like that marshall was the his character was the lead character. I mean, the movie's called Green Book, which is about African Americans traveling to the South, and he's the African American traveling to the South. Yeah, and his <laughs> well, also his role was more I meaty mean, because it was yeah, it was a it was a the, the standout role. I know it's kind of weird, but it also just sort of it sort of falls into that institutional racism thing. It's like the the white person is usually always the yeah. lead when it comes down to the it's a black or white issue. It's the same thing. I think like I don't know if Morgan Freeman was nominated for best actor or best supporting actor for the movie that this one always gets compared to and only in reverse driving miss daisy right. oh, driving miss daisy but, you yeah. know like if if he, he if was it was nominated. only best actor yeah. and there was no best actress and it was just yeah. a gender blind thing and it was between jessica tandy and morgan freeman they would make morgan freeman the best yeah. supporting actor yeah it's just it's just kind of yeah, politics, right? Yeah, like I think Mahershala Ali will win, and I think he should be nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Rockwell just won last year. Yeah, yeah. for the same category, De- deservingly. Yeah, what movie? Uh, three billboards outside right. of Evan, Missouri. And uh, but I will say I'm happy for, and I'm sure a lot of our moms are happy that Sam Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Uh, has been yeah. nominated for best supporting actor because I know he's he's definitely my mom's one of my mom's favorite uh, crush. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's anyone he's who, a cowboy. Anyone exactly. Anyone <laughs> who enjoys a good cowboy movie, he's I, pretty much always been. a I cowboy. I think he won our discussion on best, best mustache. mustache when we did that oh. for <laughs> Movember. I think he like everyone hands in. down yeah. Sam Elliott. He's also got like this fantastic voice. That yeah, kind of. I think. Um, that, that you... Bradley Cooper is trying to emulate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Does anyone else pick up on like that was great? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think he did a good performance. I don't think there was like necessarily enough character for me to say best supporting actor. He wasn't in the movie like a ton. You know what I mean? You know, so so Sam Elliott, he's this tough guy, right? He's yeah. the ca- well, like he, uh, Big Lebowski. He's mm-hmm. the 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 cowboy in that. He's like he's he that's his like he's the Marlboro man. Like he's the, the stoic American icon, iconic tough guy. And hey, he lets loose the waterworks. He plays he he's, he's he sensitive. Soft. He's sensitive. He's he basically was the the mom and dad for Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. they didn't have. And, you know, people love that. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was great to see. Um, so a I get it. Side. I get it. Fair enough. So we all kind of agree, though, like Mahershala Ali, we think is going to Oh, be yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't, <laughs> that's we have an issue. he already has it. Yeah, I think he has. The <laughs> They've already just sent it to him. So okay. Um, actress in a supporting role. Some fun names in here too well just one amy adams poor amy for adams Vice. Uh, yeah poor always, amy adams she's always the new the Leonardo bridesmaid DiCaprio. never the never the bride uh, marina de tevier for roma regina king if beale street could talk emma stone the favorite rachel weiss the favorite I can't, to be honest, the only movie I've seen so far is If Beale Street Could Talk. So this category to me is kind of. You're uh, not going to know until I, you see the I, Yeah, I can't and, yeah. weigh in because definitely can't choose between Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz. You know, I haven't seen the movie yet. Amy Adams always gives a solid performance. I've never really seen a bad Amy Adams, to be honest. Yeah, she's just, she is the new Leonardo DiCaprio because she has so many nominations yeah. but no wins. Yeah. And I think she always, like, solidly uh she d- gives a solid job you know yeah. what i mean like she is a like i think um her and the master what an amazing performance in the master oh my gosh i don't even know if she was nominated for that but she definitely should have won that year um anyways i feel bad for amy adams <laughs> give her she should get it yeah like this is one of those categories where like i feel like it could 
be the thing they give to Roma. Like it could yeah. be like, you know, there could be a win there. But I mean, Regina King, as I've also heard like a lot of buzz around that. Like I haven't seen if Beale Street could talk yet. She gave a favorite, beautiful but. performance. So, you know, I do think this like in terms of just the buzz, I've heard this category is relatively wide open. Um, I mean, there's. But I do think when it comes to voting, when you see two people from the same movie, they cancel each other out. Yeah, I agree. So Emma Stone and, and Rachel Weisz, they will not win. I think they Poor cancel girls. each other out. And I don't think Amy Adams, I don't think it was strong enough. She never wins. No. So I, th- I do, <laughs> like, again, like, I do think it's kind of a two-horse race, but. Yeah, I mean, again, Regina King, she's, we talked about this on the show last week, but um Regina King has been doing, you know, she was on a sitcom in the 80s. She's she's a she was a child actress. She's been around Hollywood for a very long time. So she has a lot of friends. She's probably very well respected in the in the academy and it is a popularity contest to some degree. Um and she had that amazing sequence in the film like that was uh suspenseful Rico. and you know, you could feel the tension and uh the anxiety, a mother's anxiety trying to you know, save this man's life and save, you know, her daughter's future. And uh, I don't know, I was like right there with her. So I'm, 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 I'm hoping that she's going to get it. Fair enough. I think she, she at the very least deserves the nomination, but I, I cannot weigh in on who will win. Yeah. I think, yeah. Once you see all the other movies, you'll have a a sense of it. Um, Okay. So that kind of concludes the major categories. There's a few more that I just want to run through. Did we do director though? Oh no, not yet. We'll get there. Let's just do this one first. So uh, animated feature film. um, So the nominees are Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, um, Mira? Mira. Sorry, I couldn't Miria? read that. Is there an I on the end of that? Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph, or sorry, Ralph Breaks the Internet, which is Wreck-It Ralph 2, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was the best superhero movie of 2018, so it, it should win. By default, wins animated feature. Well, I mean, it's better. Than, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was. It, <laughs> well, maybe Isle of Dogs because I'm people, biased. Yeah, Isle of Dogs, love, hands down. Yeah, Wes yeah. Anderson but is Spider Verse. People are are gonna talk about forever if that's the, if that's what we're putting about, in. I think. Don't you think it's not surprising? Or I'm just. I just want to laugh. Two sequels. Two. Oh, Ralph breaks the internet in the Incredibles <laughs> too. Yeah. It's been a, a slow year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I. I. I agree, Mike. Spider Man was a beautiful film like i just like i was i was actually amazed at how gorgeous the animation was for that really Uh, yeah i thought it was beautiful i thought it was so and if i just i was actually thinking this makes me feel like a kid again oh that's nice i think that's a good indication of a family film if you feel Mm -hmm. if you're right there with the kids then i think it's a nice job but is this not the category where people are saying that paddington 2 was robbed yes Yes, they're saying paddington 2 (laughs) because i don't think of paddington but i guess of course paddington 2 is animated because you don't have talking diminutive bears from but it's live live action action. live action but he's animated yes but it's the same as like christopher robin right it's, it's anim- mostly it, human. It's mostly human. With but like... this film in particular was was getting rave reviews. Yeah. Mm. That the, that this was a film that didn't have to be nearly as good as it was. Mm. Um, like that it, it was far superior than the first one, which yeah. also got pretty good reviews. But like people were like, "Wow, this film was Paddington fantastic. Two. Paddington Two. <laughs> so poor Paddington Two. Poor Paddington robbed. Two. Robbed of of a nomination." Okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, I Spider Man, <laughs> Isle of Dogs. <laughs> okay, Spider Man or Isle of Dogs. Uh, okay. So best director. Um, Too bad they didn't make Isle of Spiders. Ooh, that would be a horror movie, <laughs> and then it definitely wouldn't have been nominated yeah, with Tony Collette. <laughs> uh, yeah. So directing, we've got Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Alfonso Cuarón for Roma, uh, Adam McKay for Vice. Um, it looks like it's. Paulette Pawelski for Cold War. Pavel Pawelski, Russian name. For Polish. Polish? Really? Yes. The oh. movie takes place in Poland. But Cold War. The Cold War also happened in Poland. Well, I understand that. I just would have thought it would have made sense to come from Russia. but it, it, Poland it was part of... refer to the Cold War, though? I, I think it's a relationship. I thought it was. Oh, oh I don't oh, know. Okay. I haven't seen it. The movie it. Sorry. takes place in Poland, which was part of the Eastern Bloc. 
Right. For, I'm a historian. Trust me on this. For people, for listeners, for fans outside of Kingston, Ontario, we don't get these films right away. Yeah, I <laughs> know. So, like Cold, Cold so War isn't even here yet. And even The Favorite, like The Favorite, I don't think it's opened yet. No, here. it's it's, it's still coming, to, to be determined. Okay. Cold War hasn't come here yet. It will be again this winter. Both Cold War and The Favorite <laughs> okay. will be Cold here. weather. Cold that weather. Is here. Thanks, we Taylor. <laughs> so, Taylor, I think we know your pick. The Favorite? No, for directing. Are you asking you what? Do, what do you think my pick is? The favorite. Like, I thought you were oh, yes, that director. Oh yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I know you haven't seen but it again, yet. It's but again, it's hard. Saying... It's, it's. I'm not very good at picking best director because I feel like a lot goes into a movie, and I don't really know what a director does. <laughs> a director does a, a lot of like. Like, everything. how do you know what the director is so, doing? Uh, but, okay. The eyes and the ears of the audience. The director acts as the eyes and the ears. Of the audience. Whatever you're thinking and feeling is because of so, the director. So, for instance, like when we look at performances, yeah. how do how much do we know is the director and how much do a we lot. know is the Usually actor? Usually it's mainly the director. It's just you're crediting the actor. Like act so in in film especially, but all theater as well. Acting is 10% of the work that goes into it. It's just the 10% we see the most of. So, that's not to say that 10% is small. Like that's a, still a huge amount, but that shows you that 90% of the work that goes into a film is massive. And this is same with theater so that acting is like the last step it's like putting the cherry on top of the the ice cream sundae or whatever like that's like the last thing but it's also the thing that people focus on the most so yeah it's hard because when you nominate an actor like i think the lady gaga bradley cooper discussion is interesting because yeah he probably had a lot to do with her performance but yeah you still nominate the actor the director deserves some credit for that um but also a director it's like the overall vision for the scope of what they want to do. World building. They're, so they're creating the world for people to play in. So it's idea. hard for me that may, again, I haven't seen the favorite yet, but I can tell, you know, Yargos always, I think that's how you pronounce Yargos. it. Yargos. Yargos always is, builds a world <laughs> that we enter and we live in. Like he builds like modern fairy tales. So um, I think, yeah, he may very well deserve for the favorite, but Spike Lee built a, a world that I was completely immersed in with Black Klansmen, 1970s. Um, you know, I don't know. It's for me, I can't weigh in. Hard for me to answer. <clears throat> this is another category where I think they could give it to Roma and like Afonso Caron could win. Just to be like, we're multicultural? Well, no, I think he is that... does deserve <laughs> No, they love deserve him. It. Yeah, and they what love does him, he yeah. do? <laughs> Gravity. He directs, he directs films. Children, gravity, Children of Men. Well, you asked what he did. Uh, he usually makes you know grander films, right? Okay, like the okay. Bullock, the Sandra Bullock movie, right? The gravity. gravity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then this is his like his personal film, right? Okay. So he's gone the opposite way, right? And if you haven't seen Children of Men, please watch. Children is that of the Men. one where a lady's pregnant with the last baby on Earth? Yeah, everyone's. Yeah, yeah the, all the women are. Well, everyone's infertile, and she's carrying this. So she's like basically, she's. The treasure. She's she's like the hope for humanity. I've seen the beginning of it. It's gorgeous. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah, he's an he's an amazing filmmaker. So you think he'll win? I think that the Academy loves him. I think he has a good chance of winning. Yeah. Those are all the major categories. Yeah, I mean, I I wanted to quickly bring up. I'm just looking for it because I felt that um, I always have an issue with. Um, costume nominations and actually this time is one of the first right here one of the first times that um they didn't nominate a movie that just had clothes in it like that's always been my thing like when la la land was nominated it's like you're wearing like a shirt that i could pull out of my closet (laughs) like yeah like but but all so the ballad of buster scruggs has anyone seen that it's on netflix it's my friends have seen it it's so weird it got nominated for a lot of stuff and like so black panther the favorite Mary Queen of Scots, which I'm really, I'm we're seeing that this, this weekend. weekend for the show next week, and I'm really surprised that Mary Queen of Scots hasn't been nominated for other things. So I'm very interested to see why. Like I'm, I want to see what's going on. It there. only has like not that Rotten Tomatoes counts, but it has like a 61 on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. Plus yeah. too many queens. Um, <laughs> you can only have too many. Yeah, you, you can only have, have so many queens. Many. Um, the other thing that I thought is worth mentioning, like the, another major category, at least for me, is like the writing categories. Right. And, um, again, I like. Some interesting nominations here because, like, adapted screenplay, like, you're getting Can You Ever Forgive Me, A Star is Born, Black Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, and The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Like, maybe this is where If Beale Street gets 
a nod if you know again if you thought the writing was was good there but yeah i, I just thought it was interesting that even for original screenplay like green book vice roma the favorite and then this first reformed movie you know what i heard that ethan hawk was snubbed for first reformed yeah, i heard that too i, heard I haven't, that, seen, yeah, it. haven't I haven't seen it yet. Either, it hasn't come here yet yeah um yeah, I mean, yeah, the the screenplay categories are the are the sort of the, it always seems to be the place where like chances are you're the underdog, you're not going to win, or yeah. um, but we want to we see you, we recognize Tip you. Tip my and hat here's to you. The, here's the, like for 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 Peel to get it for uh, for get out. Get out. Like they were never going to give it best picture, but but they they recognized that he wrote a very clever screenplay. Well then, maybe maybe that's where if Beale Street could talk, get some love. Yeah, I I don't know these like to me this is where it gets like very subjective, and I don't know the way that the Academy thinks. Like I can't get into the oh, head. They of don't the... know the way they think. They don't even see half these movies when they nominate. Yeah, them. that's fair. If you know, um, can you ever forgive me? Was adapted from a memoir. Um, a Star Is Born is adapted from other. Films from three other movies. If Beale Street Could Talk was a book, and I don't know how the Ballad of Buster Scruggs and Black Klansman. I think Black Klansman was like a New York Times article. Yeah, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I think comes from something. Well, it must be. But I don't know what we'd have to. Like... So again, I don't know. That's uh. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about another uh, major snub, mm. in my opinion? Yeah. And th- actually, I'm not surprised because Best best Documentary is another one of those categories where you go, huh. <laughs> and because they, they, they have historically left out a lot of very popular documentaries of that year. Um, and what, what do you think was missed? The Mr. Rogers documentary. Oh, yes. Yeah. I did hear yeah. that he was snubbed. Um, like... I, I saw it at the screening room. Uh, I thought it was a beautiful film, and it actually made me feel better about humanity. Um, yeah, documentaries that, don't always have to make us feel crummy. No, and I just thought, what you know, what a wonderful, genuine man. And this, Mr. Rogers was a conservative. He was a Republican. He was a minister, um, but he believed in the good in people, and he didn't judge people. And you know, he was, you know, he was sharing a swimming pool with uh, one of his black actors to show that it's okay to, you know swim with people of different colored skin and that that same actor came out to mr rogers mr rogers had to evaluate how he felt about homosexuality back when it wasn't cool and um but i will say that at least they got a couple right and they've got uh, the ruth bader ginsburg yeah uh, documentary there and the free solo uh mountain climbing doc is in there is uh three complete strangers three total strangers in there i can't find the category anymore because gosh that doc that documentary oh, took me on a i don't think so i don't think it uh i had a friend who saw it and she didn't know it was a documentary until the very end. She's like, the story is so wild. I literally did not know it was a documentary. No. The other one's Reminding the Gap, mm. uh, Hill County This Morning, and Of Fathers and Sons. I don't even. I haven't heard of those ones. Um, can I put a plug in for uh, the best live action short? Or we... Yeah. So, Matt, do you want to um, do you want to give a little shout out to an interesting uh, story from the the short film live action nominees. Oh yeah, so I just wanted to to basically uh, I'm pretty proud of the fact that one of the best live action shorts is a Quebec uh, a Quebec film um, called Marguerite, and it's actually playing at the Reel Out Film Festival here in Kingston. Um, Woo! On. Uh, Oh God! I don't know. It's later on in the month. It's, it's like, in the second. It's check like the week. It's like yeah. It's yeah. It's uh, under a program called Le, La Carte de Tendre. Mm. French shorts is yeah, that the like, idea? It's yeah. the map of the heart. I think is oh. the mm. the actual like English definition. And um, yeah, it's um, so so real out. Uh, like we only show films that are submitted. So that this film was actually submitted to us. Uh, and the programming committee, it's all local Kingstonians that picked the films. They thought it was, you know, this great film. And I, I mean, I concur. And uh, and then so to see it get nominated, I mean, it, it makes it feel like, you know, a member of the family, extended yeah. family got nominated. So the filmmakers are, are Marianne Farley and um, Jeremy Compte. Uh, and um, they're the ones responsible for this quiet little 
film about an older woman in her days who's who's been inspired by her longtime care nurse to to come out at least to her nurse hmm. and that and which is painful enough just to do that for her so um hooray for them good i wonder if the quebec film industry gets angry when they have to submit as a canadian film because their film industry is almost separate from ours eh yeah i mean well i mean i don't think they get angry that often because they have no real like they it's not like they ever get um short shrift because like they they are regarded even by english canadian film industry as far superior yeah i mean they and they've had a star system forever right they've mm -hmm. they've always they were on it when english canada was selling out uh to the states to the states like you know if 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 the canadian government hadn't made that awful deal with hollywood basically to say like okay we'll back off we won't compete um we would have our own star hollywood system. north we have our own star system uh trenton of all places would be like the 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 place the place <laughs> to be to make films um but we made that bad deal, you know, in exchange for getting, you know, mentions, casual mentions in American films. Like, People can film in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> and and the French Canadians were like, no, nope. screw that. So and so they've been. They are the Canadian longer. film industry. They are. They really yeah. are. Cool. It's funny because it makes us seem like desperate when it actually happens like the fact that kingston had was in a film for about three minutes maybe crimson less peak. crimson peak <laughs> everyone lost their mind like even now there's like a there's like oh we're doing like workshops on film and there's like a whole department dedicated to it and it's like no film directors coming back here like it's just not gonna i'm sorry it's just not gonna happen there's not there's not enough unless there's something very specific they want to film know that may where they may develop a film industry, Hamilton, Ontario. Or hmm. what's the name of the the director who did Crimson Peak? Guillermo, uh, Guillermo del Toro. He wants to build a film studio in Hamilton. I thought there already was a film studio in Hamilton, but he wants to like expand it. Yeah, that's see, that's the thing, right? Like that's what you need. Like that's what it'll attract people. Like because yes, the tax incentives, like the tax breaks to film up here, that draws business. Uh, and some provinces are better than others. Ontario isn't great. But say, for example, uh, Manitoba, they recognized when SARS happened that, you know, hey, like this, this is an opportunity for us to pick up all that business that is being canceled in Toronto to film in Winnipeg. And now, you know, Manitoba does yeah. quite well for itself. Right? Yeah. And Vancouver and, and BC has had a lot like all the X-Men movies were filmed yeah. up in Vancouver and Smallville mainly took place in a, a small town TV. in BC. A lot of TV. And it's funny because they all look the same. It's like and they're usually like, you know, you've got the hundred and you've got like these anything that's sort of post-apocalyptic is, is in this like beautiful. They're all the same. And it's all the same system. valley and yeah. area of yeah, I know that tree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that tree. Uh, Wolverine rested on that tree. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, to say like that the Kingston, I I disagree, Mike. I think that like Kingston has a lot going for it. I think that visually, um, like if you were around when they filmed the Christopher Walken movie, uh, like oh god, it feels like yesterday, but it was many years back now. But uh, an HBO film uh, called Vendetta, they made Kingston look like New Orleans, hmm. uh, and it was very convincing. Uh, you know, palm trees in front of City Hall. Uh, they turned uh, that that section of Clarence Street where Classic Video is uh, into like a New Orleans market with cool. monkeys. You know, monkeys. Cages. Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty neat. Uh, and I and uh, and again, we we offer the tax breaks. You know, we're close to studios in Toronto. Um, we've got this amazing, beautiful square. I mean, there's a lot of vistas that could sub in for other places in Kingston. They're trying to open up KP for filming. Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah, I, but that's the thing is like that's that's part of the problem I think with Kingston is it's not that the opportunity isn't here, it's that the people are not able to offer what you need to like they're trying to open kp well there's so much bureaucratic nonsense around that that it's never gonna happen but it, but i think now the city recognized well it did this the city definitely recognizes that there is a market here and like the city also was basically not making any money they didn't make any money off 
Crimson Peak. No, no. They, they, they basically were out. just happy for them to be there, and it generated tourism and whatever. But like, they didn't. They don't have. They didn't have anything in place, and that's why the film office is now up and running. And uh, Alex is going to do great things with that. I think uh, they just need a designated person to actually solicit the industry to let them know that Kingston's even here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the city had no interest really in the past in attracting the film industry. Um, despite the fact that, you know, it looks great on film. It's just hard to believe until I actually see it, just because Kingston has proven time and time again, even in the past year, of how not progressive it is and how not growing it is. I mean, the, you know, the, t- turning down and, and shutting down innovation is almost the city's motto, and it happens all the time. So it's just until I see steps taken when the city says we're putting a committee together i go okay 15 years from now you'll finally decide to do something because that's how slow they work so i could see like residents not wanting it to happen because they're you know the streets are closed and their (laughs) homes are (laughs) that's that would be that to me that's what i think of kingston i think of the old garden there's like building here and i want this building i don't know having grown up in kingston and in calgary like i've spent half my life in both places and calgary is also a a hotbed for filming Uh, like Mm. it's People change their when minds money. when it has well, no, when it has to do with film. I think okay, like when the movie the movie industry comes in town, it's okay. People get starstruck. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's kind of like they oh, certainly I did see. with Crimson Peak. Like that's what happened. People yeah. are starstruck. It, Absolutely, it, it's it's like the circus came to town. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. like you have yeah. if you have the chance to maybe see a celebrity, but also just like especially when it's a time time capsule film like Crimson Peak, you know, you see the transformation of your you know, your neighborhood into something at a different time period. That's cool. We do love history in this city. And Charlie Hunnam and wasn't even here. And neither was um Mia Walla. No, she was there. No, she was there, no, but she, she was, was it. That she was, was it. The only one that that was actually yeah, the rumors the, of uh the, of Loki. Loki coming. Yeah, yeah. Tom, yeah. Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston was not here. Charlie Hunnam wasn't even here, which would have been at least something. People would have yeah. lost their minds. Oh absolutely. <laughs> but no, like it's but again, yeah, that's I had a, I um my boyfriend at the time worked at the Four Point Sheridan and so oh, he told me like that they had to book in Charlie mm-hmm. um he, he was supposed to be here but he was also booked in the UK at the same time to do something else yeah so they had uh, almost the whole floor for just two actors so mm-hmm. basically Mia what's her face there she had the one like almost the whole floor of the four of one of the floors is at the four points during that shoot luxurious well security i guess i think canadians we would have been able to share i don't know yeah, yeah she could not when it comes it. to stars i don't know i don't know about that. i know people lose their minds when it comes to actors i'm one of them I it's can't. funny because charlie like to see that movie charlie hunnam wasn't even in the scene like he was it, once she like because she walks and through basically Kingston's Market Square, yeah. which is Buffalo, and then goes into our bank, but is like an actual bank, and he's there, like he's inside <laughs> the bank. So she and that yeah, film they, wasn't that no. wasn't in Kingston. It was only the outdoor exteriors yeah. that were shot in Kingston. So he didn't even have to be here. Weird. I think there was one building that is the uh, is a Kingston interior. I don't remember what, but the majority of it is the square. I thought the whole thing was outside. The movie? No, no. The all the all the shots for Kingston were all exterior. Oh, I think there I was, one, think there was one, one interior, one but interior. I can't, I can't tell you which one. Anyways, oh. should we? Uh, well, there you call go. it a day. I guess unless there's anything else anyone wants to add to the the Oscars slash Crimson Peak discussion. Crimson Peak was quite the quite the movie. It was marketed weird. I don't think people. I enjoyed it better than I thought it was because the it was marketed was so was, yeah. bad. But I enjoyed the movie. But your homework assignment is to see Vendetta with Christopher Walken, okay. which you can Vendetta. find on Amazon Prime. Watch Ooh. it for free. And it takes it's the whole thing is filmed in Kingston. Oh, the entire movie is filmed. Yes, in the entire yeah, the entire Check movie is filmed in Kingston. And uh, when you see the courthouse, because it revolves around a court case, you'll the, know the court case. The courthouse, they could have used the courthouse here, the beautiful one uh, off City Park, but they use City Hall. Kingston City Hall is they the courthouse. They always use Yeah. <laughs> They're like, why not use the bil- bigger building? Yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, yeah, you'll, you'll notice. And also the old creepy uh, psychiatric hospital. In my backyard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, Rockwood. It's, they use that in the film as well. Hmm. That's another. I don't know why they don't open up Rockwood for filming. They do. 
They did. Okay. Yeah, and they did for this. Yeah. Okay. And the same for the uh, Anne Rice miniseries. I think it's a feast, feast of all saints. Was that also? That was filmed here. No kidding. Yeah. And the new, um, Mar- well, it's not new anymore. It's about two years now. Markwood Atwood's, there was a TV, a limited TV series filmed in Kingston. Oh, Alias Grace. Yes. That yeah. was filmed because yeah. it takes place That's at right. the women's prison. Yeah. There you On go. On location. Yeah. Yeah. Also my neighborhood. So there you go, guys. Kingston. Come film your movies. Everyone who makes movies who's listening to our podcast. <laughs> prove Mike wrong. We love to prove Mike wrong. It rarely happens, so it's a delight for me, too. It's true, actually. Thanks for listening, and go see some movies. Go see the Oscar nominations, and then you can write in and tell us how wrong we are again. Go see some movies. <laughs>